Welcome in to Potty Pod Football. I am Dan. With me, as always, is Andy. And Andy, we're coming in after week four of the NFL season. We've had the Thursday night, the Sunday night, and the Monday night games all play. And uh, this was... I didn't want to bet a lot during this week. I did do two bets. Um, just because the I thought the games were going to be better. And we did get some good games. But it was kind of like a lot of teams playing their counterparts this week. And so I wasn't really sure what was going to happen. We had a surprise quarterback play that we didn't think was going to. And from the looks of it, probably shouldn't have. So a lot to cover in this one. Let's get into it. Andy, Lions versus Packers. What would you think of that one? Uh, you know, I thought it would be a lot better game. Uh, I, I thought it would surprised. be a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I really did. I, especially with Christian Watson coming back. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought something exciting would happen. Uh, it didn't. So yeah. I, it really felt even more of a butt whooping than the score shows, too. Yeah. It was one of those. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Where, where you see those and you're like, yeah, it was... It felt like more than a fourteen point game, uh, but but David Montgomery, like they just had no answer for him. One hundred twenty one yards uh, on the in on the ground, and then another twenty in the air. Um, I would say my only surprise out of watching this game was that just that like Gibbs is not going to be the guy on this team. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's good. I mean, he got eight carries, but and he got five yeah. yards of carries. So you know, in that regard, he did fine he got 40 yards but like he's david montgomery got 32 carries (laughs) that was going to be the thing this week and honestly he's going to be more of the carry guy gibbs is going to be uh a little bit of the change of pace running back but also the people you know the he'll he'll he might like motion out to the y or you know work in the slot and you just don't know. He's got like a lot of different things. They're using him for what they kind of thought they were going to use him for. And David Montgomery is a good. He's a really good back. He's just he gets injured. And um, well, yeah. they add Jameson Williams this week to their weapons. <laughs> uh, he got reinstated early, so uh, he he's practicing this week and will play this coming Sunday. Um, I saw you picked him up in our keeper league. Sure did. Yeah, that was smart. Uh, so yeah, so so now. <laughs> they had even more passing weapons. Um, what I think, like you talked about, we talked about with Gibbs, it'll be a change of pace back, but they'll use them. You know, Montgomery's going to get all the carries because they're always winning. <laughs> He's the short yardage through the middle, waste your time back. And, uh, uh, yeah, so if they're never playing from behind, Gibbs isn't going to get much of a chance. But now they've got all these offensive weapons in the receiving core uh, that they don't even have to use Gibbs that much. So just a little surprised. They used their first-round pick on Gibbs when they could have gotten – you know, another edge rusher, uh, uh, interior pass rusher, or someone like uh, Jalen Carter. Like, uh, I feel like that would have helped them more than than Gibbs. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, their defense is doing pretty solid. And they could have Jalen Carter. Yeah, like, that's he was true. available. That's true. And they're that's like, hard to say no. No, to. no, we'll take a change of pace back. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Like I, I don't get that. But uh, yeah, yeah that's do. fair. Yeah, Jalen Carter would have been a monster <laughs> on that team. Carter next to. Aiden Hutchison? Mm-hmm. Goodness. <laughs> uh, that would have been brutal. So, yeah, Packers, let's just talk about how much you don't love Jordan Love and how badly he did. So, you justify I actually don't. I taste. think Jordan Love is getting better and better. I don't think oh, he's great. What? I don't think he's great. 
but he's I think playing he's playing worse and worse. But you think he's getting better and better? I mean, <laughs> this was not a good game for him. But in the other games, he's done pretty well. So I mean, oof, that completion percentage is not before. great. Yeah, looking at completion percentage, it's usually hovering around fifty-five. He had sixty-four percent against the Lions. One touchdown, two interceptions for two forty-six. Yeah, he doesn't get more than. You got 260 against the Saints. The thing is, the Lions are a tough D. The Saints are a tough D. The yeah. Falcons, I mean, it's 56%, which is not good, but it's three touchdowns and zero interceptions. Against the Bears, completion percentage isn't great, but it was his first game, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. No, you're you're not wrong. Uh, I just I think he needs to get the um the timing down with Christian Watson, who I don't think yeah, yeah he got what two catches for twenty five yards and a touchdown? Yeah. So as as, as they start to get better uh, and and more in sync, and then da- Romeo Daubs, <laughs> I'm gonna say Daubs, uh, can be the number two because uh, he got thirteen targets versus Watson's four. But maybe uh, he becomes I, more of the like maybe not the one, and maybe it's not like a true one in this system. Christian Watson's gonna be the take the top off guy, but Romeo Dubs is a big dude who was having issues with drops last year. That's not really a thing anymore. I mean, he had 13 targets, nine receptions, and maybe they're easing Christian Watson in because they only had four targets. And for a team that's been playing, was playing from behind from almost the first minute, um, maybe they're easing him in, but it seems like they would use Christian Watson more. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't disagree. Um, and I think they will. I think, I think, like I said, Christian Watson is more of a timing route guy. He's going to be deep uh, timing routes and, you know, week one uh, with the two of them together like that. I get it. He's he, He'll get used more and more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think love could get better. Um, and the Jalen Reed's been getting better. He's like becoming him. more of a, yeah. uh, of a, what I want to say, not a problem, but <laughs> he's becoming uh, a legit uh, third receiver. So, yeah, I think they'll get better as we move forward. But this game was just a routing. And, dude, the lines, the lines are good. They're Lions a good, good team. Like, I don't know if they'll get all the way there this year, but they're they're, I mean, they're going to win that season. division, right? Yeah. Who else do you have <laughs> winning that division? Yeah, Vikings, no. there's no I mean, way the Vikings. They've got one yeah, win. Yeah, barely. No, you're right. Yeah, no, you're right. They won't. Uh, they won't get there. Uh, I guess what I meant is I don't think they'll go all the Super Bowl this year. Uh, they'll go in the playoffs. Yeah, but I think there's teams that can beat them in the playoffs, but. They're going to be the tough. They're kind of seasons have gone. They're kind of built for like, the playoffs. Maybe yeah, good we'll offensive line, good run game, solid defense, and then can pass if you get behind. I think they need like one more defensive playmaker. Yeah, um, or maybe even two more defensive playmakers, and I think they're done. I think they're there, and I, and I, I guess what I'm saying is that their offseason has been so solid the last couple of years. Just their drafting has just phenomenal mm-hmm. uh that if they have one more draft like this uh, they're there man yeah they're, they're really good and golf golf is just staying good yeah and, and i mean yeah everything they needed out of him when they when they traded for him like they seem to have gotten the the best of this trade by far I mean, they. Uh, I. I mean, I think it was a fair trade. For thing is, everyone's like, who won the trade? Who won? The, it seemed like a fair one for both of them. The lines were were rebuilding. 
Goff just wasn't going to be able to do the things that Sean McVay did. So they got Stafford and they got a Super Bowl out of it. And that was the whole thing. That's why they had the F them picks and all that stuff was to get a Super Bowl. They completed what they needed to. They had a bad year and now they're kind of already back. That's true. And that's, yeah, that's a good point. The fact that they're being able to rebuild because of Sean McVay as fast as they did, that yeah, really helps them. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I just, uh, I'm really, I think a lot of people, a lot of people, thought that golf was the trash that was added to the trade mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, to offset the, the salaries. Yeah. I guess that's more my point. And, uh, you know, it ended up not being, it ended up being really, really good. So, uh, the, 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 the total trade ended up being Rams got Matthew Stafford lions, got Jared golf, uh, Mellon Fonwu, their, uh, their corner, Jamison Williams, Josh Pascal, Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta and Broderick Martin. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, pretty I'd good. So. Gibbs, Laporta, Jamison Williams, and and Goff. I mean, that's already like their whole offense. Yeah. Pascal's been a good uh, defender. Melanfalu didn't work out, but uh, Broderick Martin, I don't. Uh, he's D ta- tackle late round. Yeah, so he's don't expect much from him yet. Yeah. No, yeah one thing to still, note from this, though, uh, and kind of talking about the Packers is. They're missing like almost their entire offensive line. Now, you're not going to get any sympathy from me as a Texans fan who is eight offensive linemen injured, but mm-hmm. their uh, David Bakhtiari, starting left tackle, was injured the last couple weeks and finally put on IR, the four-week IR. Elton Jenkins, their left guard, is injured. Uh, John Runyon, their right guard, is injured. Um, so they've really... Uh, the, it, and for a young quarterback, I mean... Young, new. I mean, this is this is the first time he's been the starter. You could, you need that. You need, you know, the offensive line makes a big deal. So he's kind of had to scramble a little bit because defenders are usually in the backfield. It's affect the run game, and um, it. I think he'll get better yeah. kind of when the offensive line gets better, and they're going to play some people. Let me take a look and see what their schedule is looking like for the next couple of weeks. Um, they play the Raiders. They get to play the Raiders this week. They get to play the Broncos the week after. They play the Vikings after that, and I don't know that Kirk Cousins is still on that team at that point. Wow. All right. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's possible. It's definitely possible. Um, They've got a lot of – I mean, they get to play the Bears again. They get to play the Giants, the Panthers, the Chargers, the Steelers. They've got a they've got a very winnable schedule, and I think the Packers will get better as the season goes on, including Jordan Love, as long as that offensive line can stay somewhat healthy. All right, well, we'll we'll see how that goes, but uh, yeah, yeah, that would be that'd be an interesting uh, predicament if yeah. that happens. But yeah, we'll watch them moving forward. Moving on, the first British game of the season: the Falcons at the Jags. The Falcons getting three points. The over under forty three. Man, I took the Falcons and over. You took the Jags and over. I made this one of my solid picks because you're dumb. The Fal- I mean, the Fal- what happened to the- what happened to the Falcons? Like they just fell off. Well, it's Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter is not good. We traded him right before this game. I'm in a I co-managed a dynasty <laughs> league with a buddy of mine, and I grabbed Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell during the rookie draft. I was like, I'm I think Sam Howell is going to be really good. I don't know about Desmond Ritter, but we needed a starter. Um. A week before, I was like, this guy's bad. We need to get rid of him. And we included him in a trade where we ended up getting, like, I think we included him and not uh, him and oh, it was someone else for, like, a first. It, it, we made out like a bandit on the trade, but 
Yeah, he's not good. Uh, 19 for 31, 191 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions against a Jags team that has a, J- a Jags defense that has been pretty carved up recently. Um, 37 yeah. hung on them the week before. Only 17 to the Chiefs, but the Chiefs offense isn't the Chiefs offense. And then 31 hung on them by the Colts. Uh, so it's that's the thing yeah, is they're... the Falcons were built to beat this kind of team. And I just, I was shocked by this. So I don't, uh, that's the best way to say it. Uh, I, I've been saying the last couple of weeks, like, I don't, I think Desmond Ritter is really bad. Yeah. Like, real, like really bad. Yeah. Like, he's not going to be on the team next year bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, he will be, but he'll be a backup just because he was a third, contract, he was a third but, round pick. They don't need to, they can move on. And yeah. Hurt him. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying you got a quarterback on a rookie deal. Like sometimes they'll, they'll forgive you just because what does he cost them? Like peanuts every year. Like they, they might versus paying a backup 6 million. You know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, Bijan Robinson is obviously as good as everyone said he was. Yeah. Um, Tyler Algier still solid. Now, Last week he wasn't. <laughs> he averages here. He got to yeah. He averaged two yards a carry. But um, this year he got negative is, four. Oh, that's receiving. I'm sorry. Receiving yeah, negative four. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he had a, he had a bad day. Um, but the Falcons are kind of who we thought they were in that Arthur Smith has revived Joni Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's their top receiver for six targets, <laughs> ninety five. But he yards. caught all six. Yeah, he did catch all six. Drake London's their only receiver. Um, he got a touchdown. He got only three receptions on the seven targets. Now some of those weren't catchable. Um, Kyle Pitts is the is still not being used much like last year. He's rumors are he's on the trade block now. Yeah. I think that's more from media than it is reality. Well, he said something. He said, if he, "Sure, yeah. that doesn't mean they're going to trade him." No, agreed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he could say all he wants, but I I don't think you're wrong. I do think. Gets, gets traded for a haul to somebody somewhere. Uh, who knows where? But yeah, yeah, I, th- I could I could definitely see that happening. Um, and uh, uh, their O line's pretty good, but their defense is very lackluster. Um, they don't have any stars. Their secondary is pretty solid, full of uh, the Falcons, not Pro Bowlers, yeah. but good players. Yeah, the Falcons. I mean Jesse uh, Bates. You know, Jesse Bates is a Pro Bowler. I love. I think he's one of the best safeties in the league. AJ Terrell's been a great corner. Yeah, he's been he's been he's been good. Uh, I I would say I I'd say AJ Terrell. He's, he's not a Pro Bowler, but he's he's good. He's a he's a top. Are you talking AJ Terrell or Jesse Bates? Yeah, AJ Terrell. Okay. AJ Terrell is a top. Yeah, he's a really corner. good one. AJ Bates is good, but like other than that, like their best players like Elias Campbell, who's like forty eight. Not I'm kidding, but um, yeah, you know they've got Great they just interior. don't have yeah they've got an old interior defensive line. Yeah, they just don't have a scary defense. They've got an okay defense, and yeah. they've got a good running back. But that's that's not going to win a lot of games. Now, I say all that next week. I think – I can't believe I'm saying this word about the Texans, but trap game. <laughs> uh, I think the Falcons can be really scary, and they match up really well against Houston. Now, how, uh, how, how so in the way you just said? Because – Because, as I was saying, right. <laughs> Houston's biggest weakness is their linebacking core right now. Um, they're, uh, we, we like them. They have young guys that are doing good things like 2020 and uh, Christian Harris, but they also make big mistakes. And Bijan, uh, as we saw Harris, uh, Najee Harris, like in the third quarter, when the Steelers started just running the ball, they were gashing badly. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, because they're dumb, they stopped doing that. Um, 
And uh, Bijan is way better than Najee Harris. Yeah. And he could do some bad things to our linebackers. And on top of that, their best, you know, as the linebackers are trying to just concentrate on stopping Bijan, their best pass catcher is their tight end, Jonu Smith, Smith, who could make our linebackers pay over the middle because they're watching Bijan too much. So I, I actually think their offense could could scare us, give us a good scare next week. Uh, we just need Stroud to play well. But yeah. the Falcons, I, I don't, I don't love them going forward. Um, I think they're, yeah, they're going to beat a few. They're going to sneak some wins away from teams that have bad linebacking course. Uh, and other than that, they're going to get beat. If, if you can stop the run, Atlanta's done. So let me ask uh, you this: How many weeks until Taylor Heineke, the backup, takes over? Should have already. Yeah. Yeah, after this I mean, last I mean, game, really, it's, uh, yeah, after this last game, it's hard to disagree. I think you got to give the kid good. at least a couple of weeks to show himself. But I mean, he showed himself; he's not good. Heineke's good, and Drake London and Pitts are underutilized pass catchers that could totally change that offense. Yeah, if 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 a decent quarterback could spread the secondary out and get the safeties back to watch Drake London and Kyle Pitts as well as John Johnny Smith, um. Then that would that would free up some of the middle of the field for Bijan to gash him even harder. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I think Taylor Heineke should have already been starting because he's not an elite quarterback, but he's he's a he's a very like he he's can really go from being backup. your backup to being the number twenty, you know, number twenty two quarterback in the NFL overnight. Like yeah. So yeah, you might be right. Yeah, that's a shame about it's a shame about the Falcons. I was really wanting to root for them this week, so. Uh, I don't know if we, yeah. So you end up winning this one, uh, final score, 23 to seven shellacking from the Jags, the actual spread, the Falcons would have needed 16 points instead of the three they were given and the total was 30. So it was under, so neither of us got that, but, uh, you get first blood on this one and you got first blood in the, uh, over under in the, uh, in the first game, oh, Lions yeah. Packers. Mm-hmm. Although we both got the spread, and that's my first solid pick. I'm so I'm I'm one for two so far on solid picks, but uh, it doesn't end up great for me. Next up <laughs> is the Commanders at the Eagles. The Commanders are getting eight points. The over under is forty three and a half. We both took Eagles on this one. I took the over. You took the under, and I made this one of my solid picks after seeing the Commanders. And I feel ridiculous because. Like going into the season, I was such a Sam Howell truther, or you know, I was really high on Sam Howell. I think I was the only like no one else was listening to me. I was like Sam Howell's going to be good, and I loved him coming out of the draft. Um, he was good. He had a meltdown game last week, but he was sacked like nine times. Like that offensive line yeah. is just so bad. And I, I was also saying going into the season that's going to be the issue, and because of that bad offensive line, he's going to have those games where. He has meltdowns because he's trying to do hero ball because he's constantly getting slammed. I thought it would be something similar this week with that Jags front seven, but he did pretty well. 29 for 41, 290 yards and a touchdown, um, and then ran six for 40. Now, Johan Dotson got hurt and taken out of the game, though. So yes. That was kind of a big yes. issue. So what happened? Did you see as far as... Short-term injury, long-term injury. No, I, I I looked, and I'm looking up at all the injuries this morning, and I haven't seen anything. I'll keep looking to see if I can find something, but I don't, I don't see any updates on that. It's well, no, it says ankle injury. Yeah, but I don't know like what it is with the ankle. I just saw the ankle. Okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah. Hopefully, it's nothing that's going to cause him to miss a lot of time because he is a huge part of that offense. He had nine targets this week before going out. 
Um, so yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of Johan Dotson's. I know you are too. And Terry McLaurin, like that's instantly like a really, a really terrifying duo. Yeah. Uh, and Sam Howell, you're right. He's been a stud. Uh, yeah. I'm excited to see what that team does in the off season. Um, Cause they could really take, they could, they could be at the edge of the hump right there. You know I'd what like I mean? I'd like to see him get a new uh, coach. They're going to have a new like, owner. I like I yep. like Ron Rivera, but the thing is, he's gonna he like he'll get you up to ten and six. Like that is his that is his ceiling. I know he t- and I know he took Cam Newton to the Super Bowl. They had a ridiculously yeah. good defense. The offense was not really that good. They didn't really have a lot of playmakers. They had a good running back and Cam Newton, who at the time was able to just will him. He was a different species and just like willed his way to the win. Mm-hmm. But even so, in the Super Bowl, you could see how deficient they were. I like Ron Rivera. He's a really good defensive coordinator. Need a new coach. Uh, But that's why everything you've said is to me is why you have to keep him. Why? Uh, You're you're suggesting that his big weakness is that he can't lead. Is that he's only a defensive coordinator? Yet his offenses are doing great. He does have playmakers on offense now. He's got everything he needs for his offense. Not an offensive line. They they just need to start building a better defense or a couple more. uh, Yeah. Well, but an offensive line isn't on a coach. That's on the GM. They need a better GM. Mm-hmm. They need a guy to come in and grab them uh, uh, two more starting offensive line, a starting offensive line, and that are big improvements on what they've got. I mean, once they do that, like, I don't know, one more corner, and you're done. Like, I feel like the team is built for success. They put on 31. They put 31 points up against the Eagles. Yeah. They took them to overtime. Like, yeah. They took the Super Bowl uh, uh, Eagles to overtime. Like, but, they, you, but, like, some of the decisions he makes, too, are really weird. Um, I'm trying to remember the one, um, but like they had like Brian Robinson go for like a fourth and one at a really weird time and didn't get it. And it was just like, it was like, why would you like, I understand the big thing about the analytics going for fourth and one in certain situations, but like even the play call for it didn't make sense. Yeah. The play call doesn't make sense. That's weird. I've seen a lot of that this week. There's a lot of questionable, fourth and one play calls not not again and like you said i'm always for going for it on fourth one to be honest with you i i i think you should almost never uh, not go for it on fourth and one to be to be totally honest like yeah. the, just the stats say like you're gonna crush the other team by doing it um but yeah they should have gone with the tush push uh, especially against the eagles um but yeah oh well uh I, i'll be watching and rooting for the for the commanders the eagles ended up pulling it out in overtime um that offense doesn't look right though do they it's weird. Uh, but, I mean, they put up 34. Yeah. <laughs> A.J. Brown had 175 yards and two touchdowns. That's and I'm unreal. Seven, yeah. Uh, for 78. Like, I mean, there's still – Galen Hurts is throwing for 300 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, despite getting sacked three times. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not hating it. Uh, Swift is, is still kind of a beast. Uh, four yards to carry, touchdown. Um, he's used in the passing game. Like, I, I like the team. I like the team. It's just – Without Steichen and Gannon, both sides of the ball are suffering a little bit. They're just, yeah, I feel yep. like the superstardom of their, some of the players that they were able to get, thanks to the GM, is getting them past having a big, you know, what do they call it, the Super Bowl hangover. It, it, I think that's not just for the winner of the Super Bowl. I think any team that gets to the Super Bowl, like, you have a big depletion of players the next year. And they're not because they drafted so well. So, um, but yeah, they, they need better coaches pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a, yeah, the coordinator's gotta kinda of figure something out here. I think they're going to start rolling here soon. 
I mean, like you said, they got 34 here. It took overtime to kind of... I mean, I guess they only got three from that, but... Oh, man, that was a good game. Did you watch this one? I did watch them. Oh, it was, uh, this was a it, great, great game. Yeah, I'm rooting for... It feels fun to root for the Washington team again because it just... It felt so... Because of, like, Dan Snyder and the way that it was run, it felt so, like, sackled. It was like rooting for Deshaun Watson. Like, you just couldn't... Because we used to root for the Browns because mm-hmm. they were so bad before... And then after, like, Deshaun Watts, like, oh, no, it just feels weird. It feels gross. And that's kind of how but they come. next year, yep. they got a new team, new yep. team name, new uniform, new yep. everything coming. Yeah. And to your point, maybe a new coach. We'll yeah. See. But, uh, It'd be a good time yeah. to do it, I think. And we'll see what ends up happening. But, dude, they're not finishing. They'll finish third in the division, probably. Because you ain't beating the Cowboys. And you ain't. Nope. I mean, they put up a good run against the Eagles. But I think this is the worst you'll see the Eagles. And granted, they are 4-0. But I think this is the worst looking the Eagles will be is at the end of the beginning of the year, and they're just going to get better and better. And all those, all, all all their players are just going to get more in tune. So I don't know. I'm rooting for the Commanders, but um, yeah, I think it's third place and a new coach next year, which could be the best thing for them. All right, moving right along. Uh, a doo-doo of a game. Ravens at the Browns. The Ravens getting three points. The over-under is 40 and a half. We both took Browns and over on this one. You felt solid about it. I, I did. That Browns uh, defense has I, been so good, but the Raver, Ravens are starting to roll now. But it's not that. That's not why they won. They won because out of nowhere, Deshaun Watson decided he wasn't yeah. playing. He was medically cleared to play. He made the decision that he didn't feel like he should play. He had a sore sh- uh, He said that his sh- shoulder was too sore. They asked him. They said, "You're medically cleared to play. You ready to play?" He said, "Nah." <laughs> uh, so when he sat out. They had to start a rookie uh, at uh, that was not, yeah, you know, ready to play. Yeah, and he stuck it. I mean, I would have immediately taken down my confidence tag in this game. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. And moved to Ravens had I known a rookie was going to play the Ravens defense. Um, he threw three interceptions, no touchdowns, yeah. hundred yards on thirty six attempts. Yeah, uh, that is horrible. Yeah. Um, that Ravens and, defense is legit. That's a hard dude to not even know you're getting no, the start and then to be thrown in there. It's not. Yeah, I feel bad for the Dorian Thompson. Well, they, they didn't have Nick Chubb. Uh, so normally a backup yeah. quarterback coming in would rely on the run game. But they had uh, was it Pierre Strong, Pierre Strong, uh, Joe there, Ford, little Kareem Hunt. Jerome Ford. Yeah, that, uh, it's awful. That is an awful situation for him to be in through three picks. Lost twenty-eight to three. I'm happy because we have the Browns pick in the draft. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had Deshaun Watson played, it would have been a very different scenario. Because keep in mind, uh, two of the touchdowns from the Ravens came off the interceptions from this other dude. Yeah, which Watson may not have thrown. So yeah. right off the bat, maybe it's fourteen-three, and then add the offensive touchdowns Watson would have potentially generated. I, I still think Browns could have pulled that off. So yeah. uh, I, I don't like where Watson's going. We talked about this during the Eagles, like uh, about Washington. Uh, I don't like rooting for Deshaun Watson at all, not just because I have the, we have their draft pick, but because he's just not a good dude. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just hard to do. I had the same issue with Roethlisberger and the Steelers. Yeah. You know, I, I a lot of people f- forgot about it within a year or two, and I just didn't. I'm like, no, uh, can't root for a Roethlisberger. Yeah. And 
uh, yeah, so Browns, I, I sadly, I think they're they're getting better and better and better. They're one of the best defenses. They that defense uh, is and insane. Watson's clicking. Yeah, yeah, their offense is nuts. So and Watson's looking better. Like in the last game, Watson mm-hmm. was looking a lot better. I think he's going to start. He is. I, I and last year we said we had the idea of like how long is it going to take him to knock the rust off? And I forget you said like maybe three four games. I was like I think it's going to he's not going to have it till next season. And it looks like You're right. Yeah, I'm. It, yeah, it goes sometimes it just goes one way or the I, other. But yeah, I just thought it was going to I mean a year and a half, almost 2 years is basically just too long to take off. Uh, I, I, I think, think he's starting though, to figure it out though. But I, I don't think it was rust. I think I think he was mentally shattered. Could be. Um I mean, we talked about like the when the other teams were booing and or like making rape chants and stuff like that yeah. in the Browns stadium, like which is normally like a huge home field advantage cuz yeah. the dog pound and all that. Like, even the Browns weren't cheering him that first year. They're kind of like, yeah, you know, he's our quarterback. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. play really well and we're going to get really excited. But until you do, like, uh, we feel kind of weird about this. Like, uh, <laughs> and I feel like, I, I feel like Watson couldn't handle it. And, uh, and he mentally was kind of, kind of, you know, in a shell. I think having another full off season of, all right, he's back. We dealt with it. He wasn't great. Let's, let's cheer him on to be better now. And, uh, and I think that helped him a lot. Uh, was just having that extra off season to get a to move away from that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see him get better, better. Lamar Jackson. You talked about the Ravens picking it up uh, and finally hitting their groove. Yeah, because they finally abandoned the new offense <laughs> <laughs> and they went back to their old. So they're like, you know what? You know what? Just let him run the ball again. Uh, had nine carries <laughs> as a quarterback. Um, only only attempted nineteen passes. Uh, got one hundred eighty six yards and two touchdowns on those passes. But it was just that thread of the run where he had nine carries, twenty-seven yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, he did fumble the ball twice. Which he wasn't did. Great. Yeah, um, yeah. Lost but, but one. Mark of them. Andrews mm-hmm. was back to form as the top receiver. Yeah, eighty yards and two of those touchdowns. So I mean, it's it's what we've we kind of thought would happen. I don't know. I'm gonna say we thought this would happen. I think I thought this would happen that they would go back to their old style at some point if this new offensive system didn't work and. I mean, you saw none of Odell Beckham. Uh, well, hurt. Odell Beckham's in, he was out. He was injured. Oh, was he out? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Aguilar, you didn't see a lot of see. Bateman, has Bateman hurt also? Uh, yeah, Bateman's been hurt. I think he's expected to come back this week. Okay, so all they got is flowers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, yeah, Melvin Gordon's played a little. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think it's better for them to stick with this style of offense. Um, I think they should just stick with this because it works. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like it's more of a hybrid between last year's and this year's, although they're definitely starting to revert a little bit more to last year's. I think what they try to do is, all right, this is the system, is the system, and we do it. And then again, they're like, all right, maybe an easier transition. So they're starting to mix in things from from last year. But yeah, you were right. They, they're going to have to go back to it. It was just too much too fast. Well, I lost my confidence pick here, so. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> one, of, one of many to go. Uh, next is Dolphins at the Bills, a divisional game. The Dolphins are getting two and a half points. The over-under is a whopping 54. We both took the Dolphins and over on this one. Neither of us was comfortable doing it. And thank God, because the final score, it was 48 to 20 Bills. But it, I mean, it was that it was close for about a quarter and a half. And then they the Bills just separated and got so much better. It's... yeah. This is a very good team that is on a mission. Um, Josh Allen is just willing himself to win. The only problem is, boy, he's still doing 
uh, you know, a good amount of carries. They probably could have sat him earlier than they needed to. Uh, but it was – a lot of it – that Dolphins defense is just not as good. They, they're they weak in the middle and on linebackers. But Josh Allen, 21, 21 for 25. He had four incomplete passes on the day were 320 yards and four touchdowns. That's just passing. <laughs> he also had yeah, like four for 17 for a touchdown rushing. Did you have to play Josh Allen in any of your games this week? Thank God, no. But can I tell you, I feel like 36 points in fantasy is not enough for that kind of a performance. Yeah. 320 yards, two touchdowns, and another touchdown running. Like, I feel like that should be in the 50s, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know the math does work out. It just feels like it shouldn't when you see guys like Nico Collins get 30 points <laughs> after 170 yards and two touchdowns. You're like, really? Like, Allen's only got 36? Like, that feels light. Because uh, he's, man, he was dominant against a, uh, against a good defense. The Miami has a good defense. It's eh, not like... It's good. It's, it's fine. Yeah. No, they're, uh, they're, they're top half of the league. Easy. They're not bottom half. Uh, to put up 48 points like that... Xavier Howard got just scored on at will. Like Christian Wilkins didn't do a damn yeah. thing. Bradley Chubb was on a tear the first half of this, you know, the first three games. Like yeah. he, he did nothing. Like David Long did nothing. Like they're just, I don't know. I, I was just really impressed uh, with, with Josh Allen uh, demanding some respect. Yeah. Yeah. And he did. <laughs> and, uh, and getting it. Like, yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, we're going to get to 70. <laughs> Let's put 70 on Miami. <laughs> I could say, yeah, that's a pretty heated you know rivalry. I mean? I mean, they yeah. certainly tried. Um, Stephon Diggs, oh, man, six for 120 and three touchdowns. Unbelievable. Yeah, if you had the Josh Allens to Stephon Diggs stack this week, you won. Like, you just won. Yeah. I uh, here's, here's another stat just to give you uh, about the losing side, Miami. Uh, Devon A. Chain in his first 22 carries had six touchdowns. Yeah, of his NFL, of his NFL career. Yeah, six touchdowns in 22 carries. Yeah, <laughs> that is bananas. I, I actually benched him because I was like, "There's no way, right?" Like after that, you know, 70 point performance. Uh, most hurts the lead back though. You know, I was like, they'll go back to normal. They're playing a pretty good defense. They'll they'll rely on the receivers and, and Mostert, maybe sprinkle a little A-chain in. But that was a free performance, and we're we're not going to have one of those again. Uh, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Devon A-chain, eight carries, 101 yards, two touchdowns, uh, another three catches for 19 yards. Uh, Barrios with a touchdown. Tyreek Hill was really pretty covered by uh, Tredavious White until Tredavious White looks like maybe an ACL. Uh, Achilles. Was it? Oh, no. Yeah, they think it's Achilles. Achilles. The way the way he like came up um, with his foot, they think it might be an Achilles. Uh, I, that's That was just speculation at the game. I haven't heard anything else, but like everyone's saying, ooh, that looks like an Achilles. Well, that, that's awful. Yeah. Uh, here, here's, here's something I want to talk about, though. So... Devon A-Chain, he's small, he's shifty as heck, really fast. This is a speed-based offense. Mostert's faster. Had seven attempts for nine carries, I mean for nine yards. Fumbled it twice. Uh, only had three catches for 36 yards. Do you think A-Chain takes over the lead back role? Yeah. Really? I mean, Mostert is also 31. 
Yeah, yeah. And has had yeah. some injury no, I, ish, history before. The problem is, a chain is tiny and could end up. I, you just don't know how those hits saying. are gonna. I yeah, mean, like you can't. Can it you could be hot hand. Touches a game. Yeah, I could see him running both. They, I mean, they love to run. They like an up tempo, up tempo offense. If they go up against a team that can run, I think they're just gonna try and, you know, I, I think they will. They'll just kind of put a little bit of everyone. Plus, you're about to get some Salvan Ahmed back and uh, Jeff Wilson. Yeah. So I think wow. it it could be more of a committee. Yeah. I. I'll, by the way, I appreciate you sitting a chain because you played me and sat him against me, and that really <laughs> helped. Um, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. This was four fumbles in this game. That's so bad. Yeah, that was. I really. How does your bad. tackle fumble? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was on a recovery. <laughs> I think that was on a trying yeah. to recover. But um, yeah. yeah. I, they'll bounce back. They've got. They've actually got a pretty. Um, decent slate of games coming up i think they play the giants this yeah giants panthers play the eagles that could actually be a pretty interesting game patriots i mean they have no offense chiefs Mm -hmm. raiders jets i mean they play some tough teams though cowboys ravens they play the bills again at the end of the year boy i tell you what that they play the bills in miami at the end of the year that's going to be a really good game because you know this is there's going to be revenge coming for this yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. That, in fact, that'll be a really good game. Yeah. Although we thought this one was going to be, and it was for the first quarter and a, quarter and a half. It was a really good game, but then yeah, it kind of went off. Um, the next game is just stupid. It's just like the decision making <laughs> is just stupid. So Bucks at Saints. The Bucks are getting three points. The over under is forty and a half. We both took Bucks on this one. I took the under just because. A, it didn't seem like Derek Carr was going to play. They said he'll probably be out three to four weeks with an AC sprain. He ends up playing. Jameis Winston took one snap. Of course, he threw an interception with that one snap, but that's what Jameis do. Uh, Derek Carr, 23 for 37 for 127 yards. He got less than three and a half yards on average. Like, why is he even out there? What is the point of having him? Jameis can do that. At least Jameis can bomb it down the field. This was, it was terrible short yardage stuff. I don't know why they even put Derek Carr in. Yeah. It's just yeah, foolish. Was... Just foolish. A divisional game. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And you also had the added ability of, um, you know, the Bucks not knowing how, how the new coach would have used Winston and Hill uh, necessarily. You know what I mean? So it would have potentially thrown off the defensive coordinator on how to prep for it. So, uh, and again, with Kamara coming back and all these things, and Kamara, Kamara played pretty well as I mean, far as the, the rushing. Uh, he did have 14 targets, 13 catches, but only 33 yards. So yeah. average two yards a carry. <laughs> uh, that's, that's concerning. Uh, concerning. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you though. This was, this is a really weird game. So uh, and I feel like, I kind of feel like the Bucks have been the beneficiary of playing bad teams and teams making bad decisions against them. I think they're good. I definitely think the Bucks are good, but I don't think they're as good as they've looked lately. Um, but you and I kind of called Godwin having a big game because uh, Mike Evans having Lattimore against him. Uh, Godwin went off for 114 yards, eight catches. Uh, Tompkins, uh, four catches, 45 yards and a touchdown. And Evans held to just three catches. So we kind of yeah. called that part of it. Um, but I'm just really surprised that uh, Baker's having. Well, this, the, the thing with having. one thing is going back to uh, Mike Evans, 
three catches. That's because he left with a hamstring injury during the game. Okay, well, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So and yeah, there got a, and, got a little hammy, did he? Yeah, I got a hammy. Um, uh, it, he's kind of been struggling with it for a little bit, but then it looks like yeah, he suffered an injury, didn't return. They think it's minor, but he's had hamstring issues in the past, so they're not sure. But they're going into their bye week, so that's the best possible thing for him is that the fact that they're entering in their bye week and then kind of go from there. But yeah, this is, I tell you what, the bucks are the little engine that could like, they've got a good defense. They got a good offensive line. They got some skill players and Baker is, he doesn't turn the ball over a lot. He's pretty consistent. Uh, 25 for 32, 246 yards. So not great on the average, but the saints are really tough defense. Three touchdowns, one interception, um, they still don't know who their run team is, their run game is, because Rashad White is not, is not, I mean, they give him a lot of carries, but he's just not making a lot of momentum from it. Uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin is such a great tandem, although Godwin's getting nicked up with injuries. He looked good in this, 8 for 114 on 11 targets. Um, Kate Otten, Kate Otten getting a touchdown. You haven't heard that name that much, but this yeah. is a team that's going to beat some they're going to cause trouble. They're going to cause havoc with some people. Uh, so they've got the bye week, and they come out of the bye week playing the Lions, which is going to be interesting. I think you know they. I, I don't know coming out of the bye week. I don't know about that one. It also depends on the Lions, like what their injury stuff is, how Jamison Williams looks. And as much as we like the Lions, the Buccaneers are going to just cause trouble. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean they, they've got. They've got an interesting schedule going forward. I mean, I'm trying to think who who's going to win that division. Like the Bucks could pull it off. Yeah, there's no reason they can't. I mean, the, the <laughs> Falcons the Falcons don't have a quarterback. The Saints don't know seem to know what they're doing. I mean, if Derek Carr was healthy, I think he could give them a real run for their money. But I, the, the decision making on that is just insane. And the Panthers may have gotten. Like the least of the top best three quarterbacks out of there. I don't know. That offensive line's looking so bad, but I just have no trust in the Panthers. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'll say now that uh, I've said since the beginning, I, I don't think Bryce Young's ever going to be it. Yeah, I, I, I just don't. Right. I, th- I think the I think the height concerns were legit. I think he's probably going to be the 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 warning. Over for the next five, six more years of drafts where people go, well, well you remember Bryce Young? Yeah. Uh, he ended up being okay, but not great because he can't see over his own line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, I mean, maybe he'll get better. But I, I do think it's funny the excuses that are being made from him in the media where, you know, Bryce Young was going to do the best out of the quarterbacks because he had the most weapons around him and the re- Texans don't have receivers and the – Colts don't don't have a receiver outside of Pittman and all these things, and now it's like, well, Bryce Young has the worst weapon, so that's why he's not doing well. But yeah, you know, you didn't say that prior to the season. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, like, good quarterbacks are making their receivers better, not the other way around. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's uh, I I just don't think I don't think he's gonna be it. But uh, yeah, I, I don't wish bad for him though. I hope he ends up being better, but. I don't foresee it, uh, but more importantly, I am foreseeing a heck of a season potentially for the Bucks. It's crazy. I don't, they have a bye week and then they play the Lions, where I think they'll lose. But after yeah. that, I mean, there's they'll still be three and two going into Week Seven, which yeah. 
is probably more wins than I think I had for him. For uh, the yeah, I struggle <laughs> to find wins for him. Um, but yeah, th- yeah, they've yeah. definitely. There's always there's always teams that don't make the playoffs, and new teams that do. Like every year, I think there's like four teams that just don't make the playoffs, and it's like, oh my god, what happened to these people? But sometimes Aaron Rodgers tears an Achilles. Tears an Achilles. Sometimes Baker just finds his place, finds the right spot for him. Uh, but speaking of the Panthers and mm-hmm. uh, their quarterback woes, the next game, Vikings at the Panthers. Panthers getting four and a half, the over under is 45. We both took the Vikings on this one. I took the over just because the Vikings defense is bad. I thought it would be more of a shootout, but... It was ugly. Yeah, it was ugly. Uh, final score is twenty-one to thirteen. Vikings win. Um, the Panthers are needed eight points to cover. Totals thirty-four. So it was Vikings and under on this one. Bryce Young twenty-five for thirty-two, two hundred and four yards, zero touchdowns and inter- or interceptions, averaging six point four yards. It's not good. The run game is bad. Uh, Miles Sanders thirteen carries for nineteen Did you say yards. Four interceptions a second ago. Do what? Second ago, did you say four interceptions? No, zero interceptions. No touchdowns or interceptions oh, from them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. So it, it, the run game can't do anything. The passing game is bad. Um, the defense is injured. It's just it's a bad time to be a Carolina Panthers fan. On the other side, Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. 12 for 19, which is bananas. 12, uh, 19 attempts is just nuts. 139 yards, which is nuts. Two touchdowns, two interceptions. This is just an ugly, ugly game. Alexander Madison actually has a pretty good game. I, I, I've i sold on him a long time ago. 17 carries for 95 yards. If you have him in fantasy, now would be the time to trade because that's the best he'll do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Jefferson, <laughs> 6 for 85 and 2 because he's the man. But Hawkinson yeah, only is. gets two catches on three targets. What are you doing, man? Yeah, What's the plan I, I don't Well... Well, they just uh, they got an early lead. And they just ran the ball because they knew Carolina couldn't do anything. So that's that's why Madison had 17 carries. Acres had another five. They had just they didn't they knew they didn't have to throw the ball. And why 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 keep dropping back and let Kirk Cousins get destroyed by uh, by the Panthers' really solid D line when you've already got a lead? Yeah. And you can just keep uh, yeah, just keep handing the ball off. Yeah. Uh, why guess. not? So uh, I actually I actually agree with it. Um, although I will say, what's odd is that uh, that they were losing until the third quarter. So uh, the third quarter they had a quick couple quick touchdowns, and at that point they just ran the ball the whole second half. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea to do that. Uh, I just picked up, I just dropped the Browns defense because they're on by, and picked up the Detroit Lions defense because they're playing Carolina this week, and I'm just going to go wee all the way. Oh. To a win, hopefully. That's that's a shame. That means our, our trade won't go through if you're trying to give me the Browns defense for Justin Jefferson. You try to trade me Najee Harris for Jalen Waddle, you fool. <laughs> yes. No, hard pass. I don't yes. want anything to do with that Saints <laughs> defense stand, offense. I right stand now. by that. Oh, <laughs> right. I know. Uh, I just I want every player I can get on that Dolphins offense. And Jalen Waddle just come came back healthy. No. Uh, and they're playing the Giants this week. And he got like two catches. Uh, he just he the, just came back. Ball. He just, just came back. This week. That's, uh, I mean, not before Jalen Waddle gets two touchdowns. Next game up <laughs> is Broncos at the Bears. Sadness on the midway. <laughs> uh, the Bears are getting three and a half. The over under is forty five and a half. We differed on this one. I took Broncos and over. You took Bears and under. I made this my lock and my solid pick because 
The Bears have been awful on both sides of the ball. The Broncos have been got off on the defense, but their offense has actually been doing some stuff. And this started off, I was like, this is insane. Uh, in the first quarter, I was like, all right, Denver's up 7-0. It, this is how I kind of saw things coming. They probably score a touchdown in each quarter, and then you know, it ends up being 21, uh, 24-3 to or something like that. And then Chicago comes, and Justin Fields doesn't run, but throws for four touchdowns. Three of those are in the second quarter. Uh, 28 for 35, 333, 335 yards, four touchdowns, one interception on the day. And their very narrow loss at the last second, the, the Bears lose 31 to 28 by half a point. I lose this one. So you've got you got me on this you got me on the spread. I got you on the over under. Uh, the total was fifty nine. I figured it would be over because neither of these teams have the defense stop anyone. Although I did not see this coming. Russell Wilson actually has a pretty good game. Twenty one for twenty eight, two twenty three, and three touchdowns. Uh, so I gotta say, I, I actually thought it would be like eighteen twenty one, same score, ten points less for each team. Um, and I remember thinking if it had been two and a half points, I'd have gone Broncos. But it's three and a half. So uh, yeah. I'm going to give me that extra half point. Uh, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. And I just because the Broncos defense is awful. It is. Um, it is like awful. unbelievably is not, bad. Like it is. Yeah. It, it, the only thing that was keeping them in games last year was their defense was probably the best defense in the league. And this year they are horrendous. They, they really are. Um, you know, now now they lost their uh, uh, Javante Williams uh, to an injury. Um, yeah, he wasn't doing anything anyway. Yeah, yeah. So Jaleel McLaughlin comes in and just goes seven attempts, 72 yards, plus another uh, three catches for 32 yards and a touchdown. So well, that was an interesting find. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good for them to, to find that rookie there uh, to come in and actually do something. Marvin Mims is looking good. Um, so they've got some pieces to build around. Um I just love that the coach there uh, wouldn't take the Houston job because he said we're too dysfunctional, and he could tell by a Zoom call. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> best possible thing you could do for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's got to just screw up the Broncos. Uh, but you know, I mean, they got their one win. That's their first win of the year, so they're one and three. Uh, and then they've got uh, someone next week. Or, uh, but I feel like they were going to lose to the anyway. Jets. They have the Jets and then the, the Chiefs Jets, yeah, and then the yeah. Packers yeah. and then the Chiefs again and then the Bills. <laughs> it is, it is, they better bring, they better juice up for that Packers game because they ain't going to win any of those others. And then honestly, I don't see them beating the Vikings after that. Then they play the Browns. Then they play the Texans, who will be full force by that time. Chargers, yeah. who knows? Then the Lion, they finish it with the Lions, Patriots, Chargers, and then Raiders. So probably they could possibly win the last two, but they are. Stroud is going to just pick apart that defense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, Jesus, they are hosed, man. The Broncos, the Broncos, I mean, here's the good news. They're going to get to draft Caleb Williams. <laughs> nope. It'll be the Bears. The Bears are going to probably have the first two picks in the draft. Or Drake, uh, Drake May, Drake, Drake May. May. But there's a uh, bunch of good ones. There's uh, the kid JJ uh, Humphrey from Minnesota. There's uh, Penix from uh, Oregon that I like a lot. This is actually a pretty deep quarterback class. But the Bears might have the first two picks in the draft because they I have mean, theirs and pa- the Panthers. 
I'll tell you what's going to have to happen. The only way the Broncos are going to be able to salvage their team as just their team <laughs> is Russell Wilson continues to get a little bit better, and they're going to have to trade that pick for like three picks to somebody who really wants a Drake May and try to add three different studs to their team overnight because, I mean, it's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> it's bad. And and they're cap strapped, so they need. Uh, anyway. But the, the thing uh, is, is enough. like if you look at the team, I think Javante Williams could get better. He's just coming off that ACL so fast. You're just not going to have the explosiveness. Um, I like. I like their offensive line. I don't love it. I like it. I don't love it. I know. Yeah, I definitely I don't, don't love it. it. I think it's fine. Um, they. I never liked Garrett Bowles, although I think they just ex- gave him a huge extension. Ben Powers is solid. Boyd Cushenberry has been very, very up and down. Quinn Miners has been playing very well this year. And Mike McGlinchey, they just gave him a bunch of money. But even some of the San Francisco 49ers, you call him Mike McFlinchy because of all the offsides or false starts. But I love. I think Marvin Mims is going to be a huge, huge guy. I like Cortland Sutton still. Jerry Judy, I they keep trying to trade him. Yeah, they've got pieces on the defense. Yeah, it's just... Boy, they're just they need a monster. Horrendous. Uh, they need a terrifying nose tackle, and they need they need two pass rushers. Yeah. Um, and and uh, that's at a minimum. Yeah. Uh, that's a minimum. Yeah. To bring their defense back to what it should be, and uh, and their offense. Yeah, I think they need another two offensive linemen somehow uh, to to step in. Uh, it's just their their O line D line. I mean, yeah. Which, but that's simple, huge. I mean, that's simple football. It is. Yeah. It is. And they're not easy to find. No. So, uh, you know. But, uh, oh, well, that's enough about this god-awful game. Let's go on well, to a really exciting Let's one. do give shout-outs to the Bears who did stuff. Khalil Herbert, 18 for 103 right. on the ground. DJ Moore, 8 for 131 and a touchdown. Cole Komet, 7 for 85 and 2. And then Herbert follows up in the air, 4 for 19 and a touchdown. Good job beating a high school team, guys. Good job, good job. Yeah. shout-out. Yeah. <laughs> I, if for oh. the, other than Justin Fields, if you're looking for fantasy, I don't touch... I don't know that I touch any of these guys because they're not going to do this the rest of the season. If you've got Dynasty, go get Roshan Johnson. That's about it. Sell, sell your Bears high right now. They are high. They must be to be playing this poorly. Goals at the Titans. The Titans are getting two and a half. The over-under is 40 and a half. I took Titans and under. You took Bengals under. I want nothing to do with the Bengals. The Titans actually have a good defense. But you do the Titans. And Derrick Henry. Well, against the Bengals, I do. Because the Bengals are bad, bad, bad. Joe Burrow, that leg is, like, messed up, man. He can't... He was 20 for 30 for 165 yards, Andy. Yeah, he's not good. No. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's 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 hurt. He's I'm hurt. Like, yeah, he's, it's not his fault. That calf is hurt. hurt. He can't push off. You can't throw the ball down the field. You're going to be checking down. You can run a cover two shell the entire time, load up the box... And just force people to run. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You're right. It's uh, yeah, it, it's ugly. And T. Higgins got nicked up. Sounds like he'll be fine. It's just yeah. some kind of rib injury, but uh, he did have to leave the game. And uh, yeah, that's uh, it's concerning. I mean, I really thought Higgins would be trying to make like a a big career year for himself so he could uh, you know, get all the free agent money, but. Uh, Obviously, he can't throw it to himself. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm honestly like, is it Joe Burrow refusing to get the? Because Burrow could tell the Bengals, "No, I'm getting surgery. I'm out." Right? I mean, he could, 
He has the power. To he do could that. be trying to play through. The thing is, their bye week I think is next week, next week or the week after. So I think they could mm-hmm. just be trying. I think when they came, when you had them come back last week, it was like, all right, we can't start zero and three. Well, now you're one and one and three, and I think they've got a few more games. I got to see who they play, but yeah. um, they play the Cardinals this week. The Seahawks the week after, and then they have a bye before the 49ers. So I think they're going to try and squeak by the Cardinals. Although, ain't nobody squeaking by the Cardinals. you got to put in an effort to beat the Cardinals right now. And Seahawks are starting to show that they're their own selves, despite being very, very beat up. Um, they're starting to look a little bit like their old selves. Now, that entire offensive line is new people. But uh, I think the, t- the, the Bengals are going to try and get through there, let them rest, and see what they can do. But they're... I mean, he was getting smoked in the backfield still. Yeah. yeah. Probably should let people yeah. know the score. The final score was an abysmal 27-3. to The Titans just routed. I mean, by halftime, it was 24-3. to And other than a field goal in the first quarter, the Bengals never got, never smelled the end zone. Like, it was horrific. Yeah, no, it's just like the game. Derrick Henry uh, threw a touchdown on him. <laughs> threw a touchdown and then ran for 122 yards for another touchdown. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's ugly, man. That yeah. is ugly. Yeah, no, you're right. And um, yeah, and he had a he had a should I call it a get right game? Because he had a yeah. hundred yard game yet? Uh, I think he might have had one earlier in the season. But yeah, he needed kind of a get right. It's not a good offensive line. If they've got one good offensive lineman who's a rookie, and they're gonna struggle against some people. They're see their next couple games. They've got the Colts this week, which is a divisional game and possibly winnable. The Colts with Anthony Richardson are still a little bit dangerous. He's still very raw, but that's a good matchup. Actually, who would you take in that game? Like, we'll just say call it. It's at Colts, so we'll say we'll say three points for the Colts. Oof. Yeah, right. Uh... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I give the Colts three. I guess that's. But you don't feel good about it. Yeah, that's 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 another ugly game. Yeah, but and Richardson at least gives their team hope. That's true. Like, I don't see hope for the Titans. I really no, don't. not uh, certainly uh, not this year. I, I could see Tannehill being traded to the. Uh, we'll see what Zach Wilson looks like in the going forward. The bench. Uh, I think Tannehill could get traded to the Jets. Just because he's got one year left on his deal, he's a you know he can produce. Like he's not he's not what he used to be. This game, eighteen for twenty five, two forty, one touchdown, and an interception, and then ran six for eleven. But at least you, I mean, you would compared to what Zach Wilson has been, it's at least an upgrade. Now Zach Wilson, we'll get to that game later. Looked a lot better this week, and I think he's got some talent. But boy, he's He's just under a lot of duress. I just don't know if that locker room can handle it. So we'll see where that goes. But being on the eye for Tannehill to maybe go to either the Falcons or the Jets. All right. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not counting on it, but uh, but it's possible. Yeah. I don't know who would want to trade for him. Uh, for one year? Nope. For one year? Want- it won't nope. cost you much. Uh, speaking of the I, wide receivers, I'd you have to bench. we talked about Higgins being injured, but he's actually super injured. So he has a uh, fractured rib, and he's expected to be sidelined, but they're not sure how long. Um, 
Higgins said he doesn't think it'll be for multiple weeks, but a fractured rib is a lot. You don't want to get a lung puncture and then it gets worse. So we'll see what ends up happening with him. I, I think they'll probably send him at least, I can see him sitting him a week. And then Jamar Chase is not happy. Did you hear what he was saying uh, in the press interview the other day? Which one? After Jamar the game, Chase? Jamar Chase. What did he say? Um, oh, man. You called my bluff because I, I had it up and then I accidentally <laughs> I had it up and then I accidentally deleted the page. Uh, but he's not happy. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I would have. Oh, he was. Yeah, he, uh, they're talking about is it a trouble getting open? He goes, no, I'm open. I'm always effing open. So <laughs> he's <laughs> he's frustrated too. Trouble and yeah, ball. there's just yeah. a lot of frustration for a team that thought they were going to compete for the playoffs this year, and mm-hmm. now is they're the worst team in the division. And I mean, it appears to be that the weak link is Joe Burrow. Like he's just it, yeah, not his fault, but I, yeah, he is. I mean, Mixon's got 4.8 yards of carry. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, and when I say pretty good, I'm being facetious. That's really good, uh, especially the number of carries he's had. So, and they've got receivers all over the place. The uh, offensive line cannot so. pass block. I mean, every time they snap the ball, I feel like Burrow's got two seconds and then he's going down. And they've spent so much money on this. They spent so much on this money. offensive line, and, and it's still they're still having the same issues. I just don't know what. That's got to be a coaching issue. Uh, you could see Zach I mean, Taylor gone after this year. But, you know, it, it could, yeah, it, it very well could be. Um, but we talk about it every year. We fall for it at least once every year where uh, a team just goes bananas in free agency and you hand them the Super Bowl. Uh, but that doesn't work that way. Like, it just almost never does. And uh, even in the case of this O line where they, they bought the best of everything, it. The sum of the parts did not equal what everyone thought. And uh, maybe it's the players, maybe it's the coaching, I don't know. But I think more of it has to do probably with Joe Burrow not being able to push off his foot on his throws. Um, I, you know, uh, it's, it's got to have something to do with that. that. It's the calf, right? Well, yeah, he it's can't push off because, yeah, this calf is, yeah. a, is still an issue. And, so, and yeah. it's not so he just he needs to rest. No, but that offensive line still does not look great. Let's not yeah. let's not let's move on because that was that's a bad game between two bad teams. Let's talk about um, actually a pretty fun game between two bad teams, and that is the Rams <laughs> at the Colts. The Colts getting a point. The over under is forty seven. I took the Rams and under on this one. You took the Colts and under, and I smoked you, man. Twenty nine to twenty three. The Rams win. Um, Colts were needed six to cover. Total is fifty two. But this one went into overtime. And was uh-huh. a really, I mean, the Rams were shellacking them. Uh, it was twenty to zero going into halftime, and then Anthony Rich, he thing is, he, you can tell he's very raw. Eleven for twenty-five for two hundred yards. That's it, there's things to take out of that's good, but it's very raw. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. That's very nice. Ten carries for fifty-six yards and a touchdown. That's very nice. And some of the 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 bombs, he's, I mean. He was throwing. He threw three thirty-yard passes. Um, uh-huh. There's some stuff to him. Uh-huh. There's they got to fix that team a little bit. It's kind of a and it's an insane organization. On the other side, the Rams. I tell you what, they shouldn't be looking this good, but they they are in everyone in the a uh, the NFC West. They are in every game they play. They are the. the- 
Pukunakua just keeps getting better. Mm-hmm. Uh, his he's genuinely like setting NFL records. Like he he's on pace to like crush every rookie receiver like in history, which is wild. <laughs> and uh, on, on receptions alone, I mean, I, I don't yardage too, but receptions alone. I mean, he's through the roof. Um, he they showed like a bar chart basically with him or a line graph I should say with him and uh, the the person the second place or the, or the current first place uh, for receptions and he's like outpacing him by like four a game <laughs> like it's not even close and uh, and then Kyron Williams keeps getting better and better and better like we, we both liked him last year um, as rookie and then he kind of didn't do anything because People thought Cam Akers was the truth, and uh, Akers was not. <laughs> and, uh, and Karen Williams, you know, has gotten to take advantage of that this year, and uh, and he's just playing a little bit better every game. He had a fumble this week, but he had two touchdowns, um, and he's still being used in the passing game. He had three catches for 24 yards. Uh, it's like Stafford hasn't missed a beat, and uh, he's and he's going to get Cooper Cup back soon. Uh, is the word what, whatever so, that looks like though like what uh, whatever percentage I mean, of cooper cup we get back i because i don't think I, cooper cup i don't think will ever be a hundred percent of cooper cup i think you may if you're lucky you get 80 percent back even which if he's is just still drawing productive. attention yeah because he's well if he's 80 percent, he was still yeah he, he was really productive he yeah as productive or more than puka nakua so uh yeah even if he's just drawing extra attention away that's gonna help them a lot uh, so yeah, I mean, they're, they're only going to get better as an organization by adding Cooper cup. So yeah, I'm, I'm really intrigued by how well these Rams are playing. I mean, it's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Agreed. All right, Andy. Uh, Oh, quick thing is I made that one of my solid picks this week. So I, I ended up going, that's the last of my five. I went two for five this week. Um, betting on bad teams to do good things and that really blew up in my face but the next one <laughs> the next yeah. one is the most important game of the entire year andy and that is the steelers what? at the texans texans Who getting two and a half points no thank you don't need it over under is 42 and a half um i like a sucker took steelers and over <laughs> and it, you took the texans and over you made this one of your solid picks and i i didn't just lose i got shellacked uh texans just manhandled the steelers 30 to 6. Here's the thing. Last week, they manhandled the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And the talk around the league was was twofold. One, CJ Stroud looks special. Yeah. Uh, it were three weeks in at that time. Uh, and he was just on pace to crush all these uh, uh, records for most, uh, uh, he already is, for uh, most completions without interception, uh, most yards for a rookie in the first three starts. Uh, which he's, I think he's number seven of all time and uh, behind an impressive group. <laughs> and then uh, just, just, you know, his anticipation of his throws, just all these things. And then the other side of the coin was, yeah, but they also beat the Jaguars because they had a freak field goal block that almost went for a touchdown. They had a punt return for a kick return for a touchdown. They had a huge interception, you know, a pick six. So those aren't going to happen every week. So they've still got to prove they can beat a team without all these crazy things happening that are very uncommon. And they but they lost during the week since last week where they were already down all these old four alignment of the four of their five starting alignment. They lost their backup left tackle. So backup, they backup, put, backup, backup, oh, yeah, backup, 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 left tackle. Yeah, they've uh, 
Tunsil? No. Charlie Heck? No. Josh Jones? No. They had to put in Austin Deculus, their fourth left tackle option, um, who had never played an NFL game. And he had to play against uh, Alex Highsmith and, uh, and TJ Watt, um, along with a, a new player on a right tackle, two other uh, two rookies in the interior D line or O line. Uh, it was horrific, man. It yeah. was horrific. We had a cast off from the Steelers, actually. Kendrick yeah. Green, who they were throwing a tape parade to escort out of the city. They he was so bad. Yeah. And he had to start at left guard for us. Yeah. And and Stroud, all Stroud does is go is go for 30, 30 points. He puts thirty points up on him. Takes zero sacks. Our outline line gave up zero sacks because Slowick just put a game plan together to make sure that somebody was blocking uh, TJ Watt each play before the right tackle even made contact with him. Uh, and so it was masterful. It was masterful. Stroud was masterful. Um, once again, no interception, uh, 300 plus yards. There was one interception, uh, but it was from Steven Nelson picking off, uh, Kenny Pickett. And it was, yeah, delicious. it was the other way. It yeah. was the other way. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Pickett looked awful. Their offensive coordinator was doing a terrible job. Uh, he's probably fired. Like he probably doesn't make it out of this week. Like they, this game got, is going to get some people like lose their jobs. Yeah, right. That went off on uh, uh, one of the channels <laughs> this week, ESPN. But uh, he was like, "Look, he's like, I still don't see it happening right now." He's like, "This the Steelers organization is just very different." Yeah. And the owners, Tomlin and Canada's families, are friends. And he's like, "I can very much Oof. see Canada not being let go, uh, even though he needs to be." He's like, "Tomlin just it's not as easy as just firing someone that's not producing." So uh, we'll see, but. Uh, Fryermuth ended up getting injured about halfway through. Um, Who, and wait, what would you say? Fryermuth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He sure got did. injured about yeah. halfway through. Uh, and then um, uh, Kenny Pickett himself yeah. got hurt after not converting, uh, converting on fourth down where Jonathan Grenard got his second sack. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, he, he limped off the field. Uh, I guess it was the middle of the third quarter, and then Trubisky came in to, to polish off the uh, turd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That they put up of six total points, six total points with our defense. Yeah. Um, Want to point out Will Anderson, Grenard, and Rankins and Collins uh, put, pulled off the most prat pass. Sorry, the most beaten. Uh, uh, God, I'm I'm losing it. <laughs> I'm losing. It. They could be stopped. Basically, uh, yeah. they didn't put up a lot of numbers. But Those they pressures? were winning their yeah their pass rush win, win, win rate is what yeah, that's what for. it is okay and and they couldn't be stopped. Sheldon no. Rankins had his best game by far of the year because he was kind of looking pedestrian yeah. I have to say until this game and then he really turned it on and was just the, in the stats don't constantly. show it yeah the stats don't yeah. show it. Grenard got two sacks three QB hits uh, yeah Rankins mm-hmm. like you said one QB hit Jerry Hughes and had if, one QB hit and a sack a good sack Jerry Hughes lit him up very good sack yeah. Yeah, and Granado, as you say, also had a baby. That's right. Yeah, he <laughs> sure quite, did. Quite yeah. the week. Uh, yeah, so, you know, and, and I I have to say, a lot. Of, we were laughing watching this in my house. We had some people over. Uh, last week, uh, Will Will Anderson blocked a, a field goal and screwed up scooping up the ball. Somebody else ended up uh, scooping it and running, but, uh, yeah, he muffed the scoop. And everyone's telling him he's got to work on his scoop. And uh, this game, someone knocked a fumble and he scooped it and scored, but it got called back because of a penalty. Yeah, <laughs> but I we were all laughing that. like, 
He worked on the scoop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had perfect form on the scoop. Uh, but that was pretty funny. I love those uh, Texans helmets, too. The red ones. They should just make uh, those the helmets. Those should just be the helmets. They really should. But yeah, the, the Battle Red Day, uh, they're now 12 and 12. <laughs> so awesome. they're perfect 500 when they go Battle Red. Uh, but yeah, this overall, it was just an incredible performance. Steven Nelson looked like a Pro Bowl cornerback. Uh, I'll say it. He's, uh, he looks like a pro bowl. He does look really good. Like he's playing insanely good football this year. Uh, Shaq Griffin played well. Petrie and Ward back in the, and the defense really made a big, uh, a big difference. So I, yeah, it can only, things are only looking up for them and they get Tunsil. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're getting Tunsil, Howard, Andrew Scruggs back this week, as well as Denzel Perryman. So that's huge. Wow. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, Nico Collins, it kind of go, seems to be going back and forth between Nico and Tank Dell. Who's going to have the big game. Uh, mm-hmm. Tank Dell only had one catch for 16 yards on three targets. Nico Collins, however, seven receptions on nine targets for 168 yards and two touchdowns. The most important, though, he didn't get eight receptions, so I win that prop bet. <laughs> and I, uh, uh, yeah, right. and uh, we've got another one in two games. Were you but, puckered? At the uh, end of the game? Uh, I've forgotten about that. I was more, I, I, I mean, watching this, I think this is the first Texans game I haven't been puckered in a long time. This one and the, the last one. So I'm excited. Texans play the Falcons this week. Very winnable game. The Steelers play the Ravens. Very sad game for them this week. Uh, Pat Fryermuth will not be playing. He's expected to miss two to three weeks with a hamstring issue. And Kenny Pickett, while it looked very, very bad the way he was grabbing his knee in the game, um, they think he just got a uh, bone bruise, a bad bone bruise in his left knee and a muscle strain. And um, he could, they think he'll probably play on, I think what he plays Thursday this week. No, it's Sunday. Yeah, I think he'll be ready for this week. So just something to look out for. Raiders at the Chargers. Raiders getting five and a half in this divisional game. 40 and a half is the over under. We both took Chargers and under on this one. You made it one of your solid picks. Uh, we both got it. The final score is 24 to 17, but talk about puckered. Uh, yeah. A, you see Justin Herbert get his hand, head, uh, hand stepped on, go into the medical tent, and it gets real nervous. Now, luckily, he did it like right before he scored a touchdown, or they scored a touchdown. And, <laughs> but no, on the other side, no Jimmy Garoppolo. Aiden O'Connell comes in. 25, 24 for 39, 238 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. Josh Jacobs, 17 for 58 for a touchdown. They really couldn't get much going, uh, but Josh Jacobs did eight for 81 through the air. He had a he had a great mm-hmm. game when you combine everything. But yeah, he got mad after the game too. Yeah, I, the whole Raiders thing is the oh, it's kind of like an uh, a poorly kept secret that the only reason Josh McDaniels is still the coach of this this year is the owner is too broke, can't afford to fire mm-hmm. him and hire a new manager. But uh, I mean, after this year, good luck getting free agents. Who's going to want to come? Yeah, yeah. Any, I mean, only people with gambling addictions. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it's going to be very hard because uh, you're right. I mean, they can't fire him next year either, uh, which is just shocking. Um. Yeah, and Aiden O'Connell, uh, twenty-four thirty-nine for two hundred thirty-eight and an interception. I mean, I guess for a rookie, that wasn't the worst start ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
uh you know what i mean but uh and he needed some time to to get better like this he wasn't he's not ready this year i think he could actually be pretty decent but this was not the year for him yeah i agree all right uh yeah justin herbert so that hand it's a fractured finger on his left hand so it's not his throwing hand the problem is it's hard to take snaps from under center with it because to to be able to grip the ball so i haven't heard let me see who they play next week. They play the Cowboys. Oof. Going to play the Cowboys. Oh, no. They get a bye week. They're going into the bye. Oh, my gosh. That's perfect for them. So they go into the bye, and they play the Cowboys, so they don't have to worry about that. Um, but I'm sure. But keep an eye on that because I don't know if he'll be playing. He had a pretty good game. 13 for 24. I mean, this part's not great. 167, a touchdown interception, but then ran for two touchdowns. So I guess... Fantasy-wise, he was all right. But this was just an ugly, ugly game the entire way through. The Chargers did not score a point in the second half. And it got, re- I mean, 24-17. It, it got up to the wire for them to, to lose this. Uh, Khalil Mack had six sacks in this game, which is one short of the all-time record of seven. Uh, I mean, he, uh, and he did that yeah. by, like, the beginning of the fourth quarter. I thought he was going to end up tying if not breaking the record that that was the only part that was interesting to watch yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i wouldn't have i wouldn't have watched this game for any amount of money but uh all the games all the afternoon games were bad it, it they was, were bad it was this patriots cowboys we'll get into that it's bad it was this 49ers or cardinals it was bad speaking of which mm-hmm. let's just move on to that one right now because Please. i'm the raiders and chargers is it, it starts off the sad gauntlet so um Cardinals, whew. Cardinals get 14 against the 49ers in San Francisco. The over-under is 44. This was a tough one. I don't like these big ones, but if I got to take someone, I'm taking the 49ers. I just trust them to stack points on people. You took the Cardinals and over. Um, we both got the over, but you did not get you, you did not get the uh, the spread. Although I'm looking at it, you weren't far. I mean. With the spread, they had 30 points, and it was 35 to 16. So, I mean, they were close-ish, mm-hmm. if you want to take that. Yeah. I mean, if you want to... I'll take it. Uh, if you want the, <laughs> the saddest parting gift you can have. Um, Josh Dobbs continues to look pretty good. 28 for 41, 265, two touchdowns, no interceptions against a really good 49ers team. And mm-hmm. um, yep. Michael Wilson, I, I told you. Coming out of the in the draft, Michael Wilson out of Stanford. I love him, love him, love him. If he can stay healthy, that's the problem. Seven for 76 and two touchdowns from him. The only two touchdowns. Uh, on the other side, Brock Purdy, 20 for 21, 283 and a touchdown, no interceptions. But they really they weren't asking anything from him because Christian McCaffrey was just serving touchdowns on a platter. 20, yard, 20 carries for 106 yards for three touchdowns. That's a, just a that if you've got him in fantasy, that's great. But then you add on the seven receptions for seventy-one yards and a touchdown, and you're like, my God, the man cannot be stopped. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. That was a that was a fun day. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's elite as all hell. <laughs> Brock Purdy is just continuing to do party things at twenty to twenty-one with the touchdown, and then another uh, one on the ground. Years. Like he gets, he's going to get you yeah. two seventy-five and two touchdowns every single week. It won't be any more, any less. It'll be two seventy-five and two touchdowns. I love that. If you look at his stats, he had two attempts for zero yards, but he got a touchdown. 
<laughs> I was like, wait, I'm, I didn't get a touchdown without moving forward. Uh, but yeah, no, the, Brandon Ayuk is the big one to me. Six catches, 148 yards. Yeah. Uh, doof. Yeah, that he's dude, back after being nicked he up. He balled out. Debo yeah. Samuel was out, I believe, this game. Um, but I think he'll come back. I think, did Ayuk, didn't Ayuk get a little bit nicked up on this? Or am I just making things up? He was nicked up prior. But yeah. No, no he's, he's good. Well, he apparently, he looked good in this. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I mean, the big one to me is just that the Cardinals, they're, they're trying hard. They're, they're playing yeah. hard. Um, despite, you know, not being given great players <laughs> on defense. Hollywood Brown, like this was one of the better games I've seen in his career. Uh, yeah. Seven catches, 96 yards. I mean, he, he's just one of those rarities where, like, everybody saw his first game ever with Lamar Jackson throwing, like, three touchdowns to him against somebody in week one. And everyone's like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. And then, like, I think he's had three touchdowns since. <laughs> and then uh, uh, he just has these, like, occasional games that pop up for, like, 80 yards. But that's it. Like, but this, he played he played well. Dobbs is Dobbs is resurrecting him a little bit. Yeah. I tell you what, it's going to be really interesting to see what this team looks like uh, next year when they're going to have two first-round picks. They're going to have a, quite a few picks, and they're going to be able to do some stuff in free agency because they don't really pay much. And you know they're trading Kyler Murray, so they're going to get whatever from that. But Jonathan Gannon has done an impressive job with this horrible team uh, that's pretty much bereft of – I'm not bereft of talent. They've got – they got a few things here and there, but they were not meant to be doing this well. And it's so funny because everyone going into the season thought, all right, Cardinals are going to have the first and second pick because of the, you know, them tanking and the Texans being bad. But now it looks like Bears could be the one and two. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the Texans, I think, are going to win quite a few more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I do the Cardinals, too. I think, have a few more they can win as well. So, yep. yeah, I, I think they've played themselves out of the top, out of Caleb out of Caleb yeah you know and uh so they're in trouble and I but I mean they're gonna get QB class they're gonna get a decent QB and they're gonna get an elite edge rusher so I yeah I think they'll do all right (laughs) yeah I'm not worried about them uh speaking of getting a QB next year the Patriots take on the Cowboys the Patriots get six and a half the over under is 43 I took Cowboys and under and you for God knows what reason took the Patriots and over um it was thirty-eight Listen, to three. I want you to shut up. It was uh, the I've never seen the Patriots get smoked so bad in a game before, but they cannot. That offense is abysmal, and Matt Patricia to Bill O'Brien, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, here it comes. This is gonna fix it." Oh, or, or, or <laughs> did they? Yeah, like everyone's like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna be humming now." They got that defense. Bill O'Brien's bringing that offense. I'm like, what offense has Bill O'Brien put together that y'all thought was so great? I've never, I don't know what offense he was in charge of that has ever looked so great. Like he was with Tom Brady for a while, really turned that guy around. What a mess before, you know, only two Super Bowls before, or I think he had three to work with Bill O'Brien. He's had good offenses. He's had real good offenses, but that's not the issue. Yeah. In fact, I'll, yeah, I'd actually argue he's really great with offenses. Uh, he even got to the playoffs with Brock Osweiler, man. With he got ten wins. I mean, he's he's put together really good offenses. He just he puts together really really complicated offenses. And from what I heard, Mac Jones was not, you know, blown every way with his IQ. Uh, I'm not saying he's not smart. I'm just saying like he didn't seem like that's his specialty. <laughs> that's the whole game intelligence thing. 
Um, and yeah, O'Brien just needlessly complicates things. So I was worried about their offense from the beginning. I was like, I don't know that Jones is the guy to install this offense with. And then Zappy got put in the game. I didn't see if Jones got hurt because I couldn't no, watch this game for just, the life of me. I think they just uh, sat him. I didn't see him. anything where he got yeah. hurt. Benched him. Yeah. I mean, the offense, all three running backs averaged two yards a carry. A little change. Hunter Henry, once again, is your uh, leading receiver. Uh, a non-receiver. Uh, yeah, this is ho- this is horrible. Hard to watch. And they were behind. They were playing from behind the yeah. whole time, and they still couldn't put together passing yards. Yeah, like that is embarrassing. That's really embarrassing. This was he just got Belichick looks awful right now. Yeah, <laughs> with this team he's putting together, it just really looks awful. I mean, this could be the year. This could be the. Year. We talked about it. What's I mean, it's going to come. What's the year? And does he step down or do they let him go? It's probably uh It'll probably be a uh, he's decided to take off time to spend more time to his, with his family. And... Well, and I, I wonder if he's going to get a QB in the first round. Like, like if he knows he's going to have the ability to grab a good QB in the first round, does he say, "I want to leave. I want to, you know, put something together, give some hope back to the franchise before I retire," or does he say, "This isn't fun anymore. I want to retire." Yeah. Uh, or does the, I don't know. Or does the franchise even give him the option? He's not the kind of guy that gets into it for fun, it seems like to me, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The dude has never looked happy before. So, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, on the other side, Tony Pollard, 11 for 47. I mean, most of this was the defense. The offense really didn't need to do much. Dak Prescott, 28 for 34, 261, a touchdown, no interceptions. They ended up putting Cooper Rush in at the very end. I mean, this was, it was just a beating. And not only on the field, but also in the injury room. Um, first off is Matt Judon goes down. It looks really bad. It's a lower bicep tendon tear and is sidelined and definitely, I mean, that's probably the season. Lower bicep tendon tear. Yeah. Maybe Oof, he comes back, but it's not bad. like this is a team that's going to make the playoffs. And then uh, their rookie, Christian Gonzalez, was looking excellent, excellent, excellent. Like him and Devin Weatherspoon both look like you could have taken either one and been happy with them. Uh, uh-huh. He has a dislocated shoulder and is expected to miss some time while the Ooh. Patriots already have uh, Marcus Jones and Jonathan Jones injured. Marcus Jones is on IR. I don't think he comes back for another, I think he's got three more weeks. And Jonathan Jones is injured. I don't know if he's going to play. It. What What was keeping yeah. them in game was defense. And when you lose your best pass rusher and your best corner, uh, you're shot. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. They play the Saints next week. Game. I would take the Saints, honestly. Oof. Yeah. With Jameis, uh, uh, Jameis, maybe. If it was Derek They're... Carr healthy, I would take Saints. But Where are they Jameis. playing? They're playing – well, they're playing in – Pit, uh, uh, New England, so they'll give New England two points. Yeah, yeah, they've got the wow. Saints and the Raiders. I mean, Saints are not going to be easy, but without Derek Carr, it's different. Raiders is a that he'll whoop up on them, but then they play the Bills, then they play the Dolphins, then they play the Commanders, and all those guys are going to play you tough. This is, uh, yeah, this could be the year. And let me see right now, um, in that division, Patriots. Are tied for last. Uh, they're one and three. Bills and Dolphins are three and one. But I'll tell you what, Jets have played 
all of their tough defenses already. They came out this season and played, started off with the Bills, which might be the best defense in the league. Looking at it now, they just struggled the first week. The Cowboys, the Patriots, who were good last week, and then the Chiefs, who have turned out to be really good. They get to play the Broncos next week. Then they'll play the Eagles, which will still be tough, but that secondary allows things. Then the Giants, then the Chargers, then the Raiders. So I think they got a few get-right games for Zach Wilson. They can kind of figure out this team. But I think the Patriots could possibly end up last place. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Good. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, hopefully Bill O'Brien gets in a position where he's begging DeAndre Hopkins to come save them. Yeah. Yeah. And then he'll trade him for (laughs) Shannon Sharp. Chiefs at the Jets. The Jets are getting a whopping 9.5, which is the most on the week. The over-under is 41.5. Uh, we both took Chiefs, Chiefs on this. You made it your lock and one of your solid picks. I took the under. I didn't think the Jets would be able to score much. I didn't think the Chiefs would be able to score much, really. Uh, you took the over and, uh, oh, just barely, 43. So the total score, Chiefs Chiefs narrow victory, 23-20. to 20. There was some questionable ref calls in this. Very questionable ref calls and no calls. And... Uh, I tell you what, Zach Wilson, he looked good. 28 for 39, 245, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and then two runs for 14 yards. I mean, he was making big boy plays. And yeah. I wish they would have shown more recaps of him playing instead of Taylor Swift up in the box with the homies. But <laughs> that was embarrassing. That was, that embarrassing. was yeah, that uh, was bad for the NFL. That was a bad, bad look for the NFL. It was so teeny bopper did you see I've seen that she's gonna be on the cover of the new Madden. oh uh, yeah i said to that man 25 was her <laughs> was and, yeah. and uh so one of the stands they're like i guess they were sitting under the camera but it was audible. you could hear uh someone throw to to, uh, to travis swift <laughs> kept yeah uh, but uh man uh, the chiefs looked bad like mahomes looked the worst i've ever picks. seen him 18 for yeah. 30 for 203 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. One was, it looked like a mix, like a confusion. One was definitely, uh, it was just out of his head. I don't know, maybe you saw Travis Kelsey's mom at the Eagle game sitting with Jake from State Farm earlier in the day and was just perplexed. But Pacheco, <laughs> 20 for 115 and a touchdown. He was really what was kind of leading that team. And then 30 for 43 through the air. Uh, it was not good. Uh, Travis Kelsey had some bad drops. Yeah, Rasheed Rice, uh, I thought would be taking another step up toward mm-hmm. in the targets and receptions this week, but he didn't. Um, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't see anything. I mean, he played a really good defense. I don't know what else to say. Like that. Yeah, I mean, you got Sauce Gardner taking out. Well, you know what? Sauce Gardner played like poo poo. Um, Sauce Gardner the last two weeks not looking great. Uh, yeah, honestly. he's looked like he's raised uh, greatly this year. Like he's gotten burned yeah. quite a few times. Yeah, he's he's not the cover corner that he was last year. Uh, but but yeah, still he did play a really good defense, an incredible front four. Um, still put up twenty three points in one. So I mean, what are you gonna do? Uh, <laughs> it's it's Patrick Mahomes. But uh, but I'm with you. The Jets looked better. Zach Wilson looked better than I expected. Uh, he had a connection with Lazard, Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson. 14 receptions, only. I'm sorry, 14 targets, only nine receptions, 60 yards. I expected more there. Um, He's been dropping balls this season, too. Now, some of them might not have been true. on him, but like everyone's looked a little bit off. I will say this game, 
the def like everyone looked a little bit more galvanized with Zach Wilson playing better. The defense played better. Everyone was starting to play a little bit better, and that Chiefs defense is no joke. So I'm really excited to see. I want him to. I want Zach Wilson to look good this week against the Broncos. Like I, I'm rooting for them. I find myself rooting for the Jets in general because that's what that is so hard, man, to have that amount of hope. And have Aaron Rodgers, and you finally got everything in place, and then before he's able to throw a ball, goes down for the year, that'll just break your soul. So it's good to see. I'd like to see Zach Wilson play better, and maybe they can do something with this. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I, I, it would be better if Jets had a good quarterback. Like it would be better for football because mm-hmm. they would be a fun team to watch. So. I agree with you. Hopefully something better happens there. Yeah. Well, let's move on to uh, yet another terrible Monday night game. Seahawks at the Giants. The Seahawks are getting a point, which just absolutely baffled me. I should have should have bet money on that one. Over-under was 47. Um, we both took Seahawks and over. You made this one of your solid picks. You were smart. You went three for five this week. I went two for five. Overall, I'm eight for 19 because of a push, and you are seven for 20. Um, final score of this was 24-3. It wasn't that close. Like it wasn't even that close. I think Daniel Jones was sacked ten. T- yeah, he sacked ten times for a total of sixty yards. Two interceptions, no touchdowns. Yeah, that's that's another ugly game. <laughs> he was the leading uh, rusher, ten for sixty-six. Matt Breida was the closest with thirty uh, yards, less than half that. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Did, how much of this game did you watch, by the way? Uh not a ton. I watched a little bit of the beginning, and it looked bad. Uh, like I watched, I think a, the most, like I, the first quarter, and it was close. It was like seven zero. Like okay, and it goes into halftime. It's fourteen three, and I was like, I bet that's the only points Giants get all game. Yep, uh, Seahawks scored every single quarter: three touchdowns, one field goal. The Giants scored a field goal in the second quarter, and it was so bad. Um, Drew Locke had to come in. Geno Smith went out, but then came back. Uh, Geno Smith was 13 for 21, 10 and a touchdown. Drew Locke, two for six for 63. Kid is Walker. Rush. Do what? <laughs> he had an 11 yard rush. There uh, is that. And I think, wasn't he one of the passes to Noah Fant? That, one of, he was one of the ones that passed to Noah Fant? Uh, yeah, yeah Noah, Noah Fant had two for 63. I think that's right. Uh, yeah. I think they're both. I think both his passes were to Noah Fant. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Because the Seahawks do not use Noah Fant. No. And Noah Fant was Drew Locke's tight end when he was so prolific in in Denver. Because remember, prolific is a fun word to throw around. Noah Fant was his first year. Noah Fant was. Oh, I thought you meant Drew Locke had a prolific year. No, no, (laughs) no. Noah Fant, his rookie season was a stud. And it was because it was Drew Locke throwing to him. Uh, he uses them like crazy. So Drew Locke comes to the game out of nowhere. Noah Fant gets two receptions for 63 yards. <laughs> uh, that was crazy to me. I was like, dude, Noah Fant is a really good tight end. They just have a QB that just doesn't like to use him for some reason. It's weird because the dude gets open. He can catch the ball. It's like, why are you not using this guy? They, they should just trade him. Like He could go somewhere else and, and have a much better career. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they hold on to him. Um, his rookie year. He was 16 for, oh, no, I'm sorry. He was 40 receptions for 562 yards and three touchdowns. And then mm, 62 receptions for 673 and three. I mean, not prolific. He would, well, in the games he played. So he, I'm trying, I got to remember. He played 16 his first year, 15 his second, 16 his third. 
So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's only missed one game in his entire career. He's only he's only uh, missed one game. What were you talking about? Oh, from injury. Well, I mean, I don't remember what it's from, but he's he's played. I mean, games played. He's played every single one except for he missed one game in twenty twenty. Yeah, he's he's always healthy. They just they just won't use him yeah. in Seattle. I, I I don't get it. All right. Um. Yeah, that's a that's a rough one to end on. But my God, it was a rough one to watch. Yeah. That, that is all we have for this week. We'll be back on Thursday with our picks for Week Five of the NFL season. Get some, man. It's I'm we're finally getting some some good games. I, I think this was a weird week just because of the matchups. Next week, I think we're going to have some better matchups and some better games. Um, this was a tough one to call. This, I think, might have been our... Th- this might have been as tough as week one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. It was a, it was a, hard, uh, it was a hard week. And honestly, like, there weren't a lot of great games this week. You and I kind of talked about how going into this week, like it looked like everybody was playing their counterpart. Yeah. Um, but it didn't feel that way. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven blowouts. Yeah, yeah. That's what and I mean. some I, of the ones that, I mean, and some of them that the scores don't look like blowouts were, and it was just garbage time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was not great. No. But I, I have a feeling there's going to be a bounce back next week. And there, next week is the first week of uh, bye weeks. That's right. So there's going to be fewer games than normal next than than has been normal. Uh, starting uh, this coming week, so uh, that stinks. But uh, but maybe the ones that happen are good. So yeah, uh, well, it's the Chargers, the Bucks, the Seahawks, and the Browns that will be on Chargers, Bucks, Seahawks, and Browns. Well, yeah. those are all teams that can win games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and and Deshaun's going to get to rest his shoulders. So that's actually kind of good for them. Yeah, Seahawks uh, will get a break for Herbert. their tackles and offensive line. Yeah, Herbert can rest that hand. They got stomped. Uh, yeah, Mike Evans can rest that hamstring. Guys. Yeah, yeah, that really worked out for the teams that are getting it. And you know, I mean, that shows you why it is better for the NFL to have bye weeks. So yeah, uh, in fact, there was there was talk that there was going to be two bye weeks uh, when they moved to seventeen. I'd games, be fine with that. I'd like because I like my teams I healthier. Too. I want my teams to be healthier. Football uh, is better when you're watching healthy teams play healthy teams. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, why not make it an eighteen week season? But there's two bye weeks. Uh, I mean, if anything, it gives us an extra week of football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. One thing to note before we leave is that Jonathan Taylor slated to return to practice this week for the Indianapolis Colts. So something to keep an eye on. Not sure if he'll play this week but uh, or ever for the Colts, but just something to watch as a possible trade target as well. That is all we have for this week. We'll be back on Thursday. Until next time, may the ACLs be with you. And also with you. 